You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Did that sound kind of bowelish? No, no, not at all. Good, because we are in the bowels. You yes, love, you love saying that. <laughs> you are. like hearing it. I do like hearing it. It sounds better <laughs> when you say it, though. You really, you really get down there and really. Welcome to Tim Talks from the bowels of North Columbus Baptist there Church. There you go. See, it just resonates with me. <laughs> we are together today. We are. Yeah, we are in, in awesome. one of those rare moments when we can actually be. Across now the, the only table. lag is going to be in our brain. Oh boy, that's, <laughs> that's the problem. That's the problem. Good to be back. Good to see you. Yes, good to see you. I was just passing through, so I thought I'd stop in and check awesome. in on you. See how yep. you're doing. Good. Well, I do want to give a shout out to. Some incredible students at Vision Baptist College. Wow. Uh, they, uh, we got to hang around each other at the Capitol Connection in Washington, D.C. Yeah. for a couple of days. And uh, the uh, guys rode in our van in both days. And so we regaled them with tremendous Ooh. stories of years gone by. So Word of the day, regaled. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> regaled. I, bu- I drove in a Buick Regal one time. Is that kind of the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to give a shout-out to Pastor Tyler Dono and uh, the good Phil's. Hey, man, good, I hadn't seen him in a long time. Yeah, the good folks at uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina. Great church down there. Had a great missions conference, and they booked a Ford Mustang convertible for me for the week. Oh, now I'm jealous. Buddy. Now I'm jealous. Awesome. Man, that was fun. I haven't had, I haven't ridden one of those for a long, long time. I had one years ago for a, for a trip, but that was good. That was a lot of fun. Great well, trip. regardless of the car I drive, when I'm in it, it's a muscle car. That's true. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I'll tell I you, put my arm out the window. Yeah, wear a t-shirt and roll my cigarettes up under the sleeve. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about seafood. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little seafood in the car there. Wow. Wow. Way to go. Well, I got a shout out, but I'm going to do it on Wednesday. Awesome. I've got one too. A, uh, someone wrote in, said they've been listening since day one. Wrote us. So. Wow. Well, yeah. That's that's a long time now ago. That is a long time that ago. That is. Yeah. So you can tell they're not very sharp. So <laughs> they must have long. gone into, into uh, some kind of convulsions or yeah. hibernation whenever we, because it yeah. took us, yeah. what, Three four months. Whenever we had to, yeah, sort of lay low. We did because I had I had oh. gotten ill. So yeah, it was uh, there was a little hiatus there. So yeah, but uh, they stuck with us. So thank you, and uh, I'll reveal that on uh, Wednesday. We don't always give names, but I'll give the name on Wednesday. We had to build that audience of six back up. We did. It took a long time. <laughs> You're talking about your post COVID. Wow. It was something. So, but praise the Lord, we're back up that six, and then we've gained quite a few more. We're up to twelve. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I didn't realize we're in double figures oh, now. Oh, double figures. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at our weight, it's triple figures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's good to be back. Good to see you. And um, 
getting uh, back in the groove of things. So a yep. lot of travel for me, a lot of travel. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, this is uh, just a quick stop um, on the uh, Alstone tour. Amen. And uh, so excited, but it's going to be a busy year. Amen. So I got to... I uh, I messed up. I got to say uh, my apologies to brother Brian Dalkey here in Columbus. I messed him up. I hate that. I just, uh, I try hard not to. But so uh, thank you for those who are kind and courteous and uh, Brian Dalkey as well. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good guy. What a yes, good guy. Yes, he is. So, yes, he is. It's nice you, you've got some we guys around you. We used to have a you. good working relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's over. It's nice you got guys Thanks, in the area that Pastor you Tony. can, uh, yeah, that you can fellowship with like that. I didn't have. Oh, that. that's the truth. I didn't have that. Yeah, no, he's 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 a great guy. Yeah, you've got you've got four or five guys around you that are good yes. guys within yes, a short do. drive. Yep. So that's awesome. Drove across the city last night to get here, and uh, man, that Ohio State University is massive. Yes, it is. Wow, that's a big place. I knew it was big, but. It takes up a large chunk of the city. Yeah, every year, it's between Ohio State and University of Texas of who has the largest uh, student body. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, they're up there, I'll tell you that. Seventy-some thousand. Whoa. Wow. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Don't you wish you could just preach there, just get them all together oh. and preach? Wouldn't that be something? Oh, man. What the bit, biggest audience anybody's ever preached to at one time? Wow, that would be interesting. That would be. Billy Graham's got to be up there. He's had some huge numbers. Well, you figure Jesus preached yeah. 5,000 men That's true. besides the women and children, so that yeah. was probably twenty to 30,000. That's true, yeah. And that seemed, from Scripture, didn't seem like they went, this is the biggest crowd we've ever had. Yeah, yeah. It almost seemed like, the only problem was, we got so many people, how are we going to feed them? Right. It wasn't like... I have never seen these many people before. Yeah. So that really makes you wonder yeah. how many people would come out. I mean, he yeah. he made he made noise. And no know? no magnification, no electronic magnification. So I don't know if they had guys stay in the crowd and repeat the phrases that were said to pass it down the so. line. I, I think I the know. Lord knows exactly yeah. how to use acoustics naturally. Well, well, well I know? think, yeah, maybe summon some of the things of nature around us to— yeah, if he can still the storm, I think he could probably use the airwaves to magnify his voice. Cool thought. Cool thought. Well, um, we're going to clean out the mailbag this week. All right. Yeah, we're going to take just one show for each of these topics and deal with those. Um, we, so you're saying yeah. these people aren't worthy for a week. No. Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, okay. What I'm saying is their topic is so brilliant that we're going to devote the whole day just to them. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You just got back from Washington, and that's the kind of stuff you're pulling? That's not very political at all. Well, yeah, it is. Oh. You always blame somebody else. Oh. <laughs> it's your fault. Oh. It's not my part. Whenever we were in power, it wasn't our party. It was your party. That's true. That was your fault. Yeah. Now we're in power. It's still your fault. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. Okay. It's kind of like construction. Whoever here was, whoever was here last. That's, yes, that's his there fault. you go. That's See, right. You're in my studio, so it's mm. your fault. Okay. <laughs> when when we're not in studio, yeah, it's, it's still my fault. Your fault. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. That's politics. That's a rigged election. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're a donor. 
That's true. And then it's nobody's fault. Nobody's fault. <laughs> but it's never my fault. That's right. <laughs> wow. My head's spinning. I can't even keep up. <laughs> awesome. All right. So for- and if there's a problem, it's my staff's fault. <laughs> <laughs> or my spouse. <laughs> Whatever. Somebody. You got to find somebody. So our topic for the day um, is a question about missions and this is old this this yes this came back to us in october of 21 we've been kind of kicking oh, this for a while yeah i know we've we've Not danced 21. all around 22 22 sorry 22. but i know we've danced on yeah. around it and we've yeah. we've answered some that are similar yeah. Yeah. but this one is specifically right. for missions conference mm-hmm. this is from jackie and hello <laughs> i just rang the gong <laughs> i kind of like that i might add that that's something new <laughs> and now the, topic. the day is Regale. <laughs> Regale. <laughs> wow, sorry about that. Hit my hit my uh my cup, my uh Yeti. Well so. it's not your Yeti. It, it, well no, it's yours. It's my Yeti. It is. And God forbid it has coffee in it. <laughs> well when I when when this is over yeah. and I'm gonna go back to using it, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to get it scrubbed out with bleach <laughs> from coffee being in my Yeti. Listen, I'll take care of it. You'll never see it it's again. A, You'll never see it again. It'll be in my car in five minutes. But you know, that's just the kind of man I am. I'm willing to sacrifice for the needs of others. When did that start? Without complaining. When did that start? <laughs> Hallelujah. Jam Wolven's been saved, ladies and gentlemen. I just led him to Jesus with the ring of a gong. Without complaining. <laughs> I know a new name's written down, but the gang got saved. <laughs> regale. Regale. That's, that's Regale. <laughs> Let's set sail. <laughs> now, folks, we're gonna we're gonna do a few a few podcasts this week. So, <laughs> you know, they're not gonna be very serious. When we're face to face, it's really hard oh, to be serious. Oh, it is. So, yes, it is. It's so fun. All right, so let's get to this. So, Jackie asks if we could give some ideas for uh, missions conferences, mm-hmm. for gifts, uh, commitment cards, how to do commitments. Um, just different things dealing with missions conferences. And I've been in a number of them now, so I, I have some ideas, and I know you've done missions conferences and maybe some uh Yeah, you've been in quite things. a few. This would be more your style, but I do have – I wrote down at least some ideas that probably is going to jog your memory right. for even more. Oh, I, I don't need any joggy. My memory's right there locked and loaded, ready to go. Awesome. What's the topic? <laughs> <laughs> Something to do with missions. All right. So let me start this off and say this, and this isn't, you know, I think this is geared more to the ladies who are doing the decorating and all that kind of stuff and all that. Could be. Could be. But I'll, I'll kind of. It's not the way I took it. I hope the pastors will. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't do the decorations. <laughs> well, a good thing, too. I don't even do the globes. What? <laughs> no, that was my job. The globes. <laughs> if you don't know, you'll get, you're going to go way back on that one. <laughs> globes. So, um. I would say this. The first thing um, is the missionaries need an opportunity to display and communicate their field, their ministry, all that kind of stuff. So what I found is, and this is geared more to the pastor. We'll start there. Um, A lot of missions conferences, they'll say, okay, to the missionary, okay, now you've got five minutes in the service or you've got 10 minutes in the service to present your field. And that, that's hard to do. If you have yes, a video, a video is going to be three to five minutes long. 
Then he's got five minutes to share his heart and passion, maybe his, he, him and his family. Maybe they're going to sing. You know, he's going to try and do something. That's not a super long time for somebody to be, to be able to do that. Um, what I've seen and what I eventually started doing in our church at home was I would tell folks if the service starts at 6 o'clock, if you're going to do, or let's say 7 o'clock, you're doing um, Wednesday through Sunday, so Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, I would tell folks the missionary is going to have from 6.30 till 7 to present. They have a full half hour. I tell the guys, you can do whatever you want. You can you can preach, you can sing, you can dance, you can do whatever you want. And believe me, <laughs> some of those dancers were pretty good. Um, I tell them, show your video, whatever. Then, for those that couldn't come early, at the end of the service, I say, now, for you folks that couldn't come at 5.30 or if you want to stay again, they're going to they're gonna show their video, they're going to answer questions, and I would tell the missionary to leave some time for that. And I, I thought that worked really, really well. Mm-hmm. That's and, a great idea. And as somebody who's now the one traveling and representing, a lot of times I'm the one preaching, but they do ask me to talk about our ministry. And if I have that kind of time to really do that, I, I find that's really, really good. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's with a uh, missions conference where you have a main speaker. Yes. Yep. Yes. And I know it— uh, Cleveland Baptist, we had done we had done that. Matter of fact, we had usually three different areas mm-hmm. where you could go, and right. oftentimes they would do it each night. So you can go to one, then you can go to another, then you go right. you can go to another one. So right. um, we sort of copied and mimicked what Brother Charles Keene had done, mm. to where uh, we start on Sunday. You know, some places start on Wednesday. We start on Sunday to try to get more of our people involved rather than you wind up on Sunday and some some people who only come on Sundays go, I, I didn't know that was going on. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and so we like starting on Sunday because we can usually get more people maybe come through the week who'd be interested. Mm-hmm. But we end on Wednesday with a missions banquet. And we don't have a service, but we have a missions banquet. I got that idea from Brother Charles Keene. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then afterward we give the commitment cards, you know. Right. And so so we do that. And another idea that we did in Cleveland that people really started looking forward to is Brother Thompson wanted to spice things up. Hmm. So we started doing skits. Yeah. We had skits yeah. every night of missions conference. And that was tough trying to get yeah. oh yeah, we we had some pretty good ones, you know, yeah. but it, it took a lot of work to yeah. try to just not do something where you know, sometimes some skits in churches are all you do is you dress up like a hillbilly and, right. you know, hur, hur, hur. Yeah. but that's the way I normally live. So, you know, that's <laughs> There's nothing a skit about that. That's, that's nothing life, unique. It's like Action Crusade. It's nothing special, <laughs> you know. So. Yeah. But uh, I gotta say, we would do that. I got to say, I still remember one of the best ever was the mongoose. That was. The mongoose has died. Yes, that yeah. was very And that was that stretched out through the whole week. It was a story that kind of you know, carried on through the week, right, if I remember Well, correctly. we did different things. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. The, the missionary, was it the missionary had gone back yeah, on the furlough mission, and come back? I was back. the missionary, went on the furlough, came back, right. and the fellow that was watching over things, you know, right. the mongoose, he died. Yeah. You know, but how the mongoose die, you know, from yeah. the fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what fire? Oh, that was from this. That, you know, I mean, yeah. on and on, on. It was hilarious. Good, good, it good. was good. Yeah. Um, I like to... Um, I'm not a big table display table guy. Um, if if you're driving, that's okay. But if you're flying, that's really hard to do. Oh, that is. And 
I'll be honest, I don't see a lot of people go to those tables. Maybe the kids, um, if you've got something really unique, you might draw some people. But usually the table is kind of out of the way in the gym or something, and people just don't go out of the way. If you have in the hallway where the church is at, then I think people might be more apt to Mm -hmm. go to that. But I just don't know if the display table is the way to go. Um, Again, I, I like that. You know, they're good. Give them some time. It's not a high priority. Correct. But Correct. you're exactly like when you're flying, mm-hmm. that's tough unless you yeah. just ship it from one place to another. True. You know, true. Send it, box it, put a UPS and it, goes to the next one, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I do like uh, the banquet idea. I think that's a great idea. I like that. Um, if you can do kind of an international theme, you know, and have foods from those countries, that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, because you're really, you're trying to, show people a picture of who you are, where you're going, the people you're ministering to. And that's that's tricky to do, especially, you know, some remote countries that people don't often hear of or, you know, you don't have a lot of missionaries through. To try and to try and show that's a little difficult. So if you can find something that, you know, would be unique to that country, that's kind of cool. Yes. And uh, I like that. Some um, places have a dinner or, you know, a light dinner, mm-hmm. some kind of snack or something after every night. Mm-hmm. So there's an opportunity to fellowship with the missionaries in, instead of right. just standing at the table. Right. And so there's a lot more opportunities for interaction mm-hmm. and those kind of things. So mm-hmm. that's that's always a good idea. Yeah. Um, church members from that particular nation hmm. who, you know, whenever you know what missionary may be coming, perhaps maybe a missionary from... Zambia or something, right. if you have somebody in your church yeah, that is from there, mm-hmm. for them to maybe a week ahead of time, just take 10, 15 minutes and explain what it was like growing up there. Right. And to create the interest of, you know, now this person is going to be taking the gospel there. That'll mm-hmm. be interesting. Mm-hmm. So I know some churches have done that. Um, maybe invite some pastors who uh, already were in that field. And so they could possibly come two, three weeks before your missions conference yeah. and explain, uh, you know, what what it was like there for them and their family. Mm-hmm. We one, one year for missions conference, we used pastors that had been in mission fields. Mm-hmm. They were missionaries, mm-hmm. and the Lord brought them back to the States, right. to Ohio, actually, and uh, and so we had different ones. And I, and I really like that perspective of here's what I was and here's what I am, and this has helped me mm-hmm. now, you know, really increase my burden of now what can I do to help because I've been to some tremendous places and some not so tremendous places. Right, right. So Yeah. I like the Parade of Nations. That's kind of neat when they do the flags and then as you mm-hmm. come in, yeah, some um, churches, yeah. they give you some information about that country. And a lot of times they'll include all their missionaries and they'll mm-hmm. put flags up of all the missionaries they mm-hmm. support, even though they're not all there. Yeah. And that's kind of neat, uh, you know, for me to stand with my flag and and uh, be able to represent that. That's kind of cool. And it gets the kids involved from yes. church. And a lot of times I'll have the kids dress up in the costume of that country. And I was at a, uh, a cool missions conference down at Brother Rice's, Shane Rice's. Um, and by the way, I talked to him the other day, and he's not binging anymore. He's a faithful I know. listener. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I've been getting some texts and emails from wow. him. So. Wow. Yeah, he usually texts me and says, yeah, Wolven, he's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a great job at Wolven. <laughs> and then he, sends you one, then he sends you one and says, that's stone. He's out. Running with an anvil <laughs> that's strapped right. to your back. That's right. Um, they, the pastor's wife 
before him, uh, the pastor and his wife before him, the pastor's wife had made these dolls. They were like four feet tall. Wow. They were beautiful. And she had costumed all of them. I can imagine something that tall. I know. It's like looking right in the <laughs> I'd, eye. I'd be you looking, probably, looking up at it. Finally, a family vacation, a family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> I have family from all over the world. I didn't even know it. <laughs> I didn't know we were Russian. <laughs> so she did that, and it must have taken, oh, so much time. Oh, yeah. But it was beautiful. It was really wow. cool. She had them all over the auditorium, and hmm. that's kind of neat, something like that. It is. For decoration idea, yeah. Um, for gifts, uh, you started this really. Uh, it was the first time I'd really had that. Um, we were here, and you guys gave us gift cards as gifts. And I want to tell you that that's a great idea. Um, again, if you're flying, you can't. I, I try not right. to take a suitcase. I I take a you know a personal item, and hopefully a carry on. You always try to avoid baggage claim if you right, can. Right, right, and the, and the expense. Yeah. I mean, it's it's sixty bucks now for a large wow. bag on some flights. Southwest is still two bags fly free. Yeah, but you never get there. So I can never <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> so I can take two women. No, wow. Two bags. <laughs> 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 That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you know, I I try to take two suits, you know, on a carry-on. I usually wear one to put one in the suitcase, and then just you know, just the mm-hmm. bare necessities, and then hopefully you hit a laundry, you know, along the way. But um, so if those gift cards were awesome, gas cards. Oh, yes, I'm trying to drive now. If it's less than ten hours, I'm driving to a meeting, and I think a lot of missionaries try to do that. Um, just for expense, but uh, those gift cards are incredible. Uh, those Visa cards, gift cards for food, yes. things like that, those really are a great idea and are a great, great help. Well, you know, if you read ahead to their mission letters and you start trying to find out what their needs are, because most of the time they put, we're planning on doing this, we'd like to get this, uh, you may not be able to reach those big giant needs but you get a good idea of what they're doing. We borrowed a friend's car, or um, this church allowed us to take mm. um, this missionary. You know, they've got a vehicle, and they're allowing us to take it and use it. And we've already put 40,000 miles on it. we got right. probably 60,000 yet to go. Yeah. Well, then check the tires. Say what yeah. needs an oil change. Yeah. Dude, things like that. Whenever yeah. you look and try to imagine what would I need if I was in that situation? Right. I think it's really important mm-hmm. to include the children yes. and the wife. Yeah, You know, make sure that you give something. I think it's important for the kids whenever you give right. something to them. Right. You know, not just uh, here's the Stone family, you know, but no, here, this is yours. We thought of you. Right. That makes an impression on mm-hmm. the children. It does. And of course, whenever you love somebody's children, mm-hmm. you know they appreciate that so so very very much. Yeah, I um, I have seen some churches do some really nice things. I was with uh, Brother Randy Dignan, and they do Christmas. I think their missions conferences, and I don't want to say it's. I'm, I'm going to get it wrong, but it was like September. Christmas in September, and they they get gifts. They yes. do the haul up with Christmas trees mm-hmm. and lights and you know tinsel, the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then they do these Christmas presents. And it was really, really a neat Amen. idea. And some of the ladies in church did you know hand you know um, crocheted 
you know, blankets and all that kind of stuff. That was neat. Some ladies had made some quilts, different things. That was really a yes. neat idea. They had a guy that was a metal worker, and uh, he had a plasma cutter, and he'd cut out your favorite verse out of metal. That was mm. kind of cool. I've got that. Mm-hmm. So things like that are really neat. Um, yeah, the, the kids the kids really enjoy that. And and a lot of churches have started asking, what are some things that you need? Or what, yes. what do you want? And I've got to tell you, that's hard, that's hard to do, to say to people. You know, yes, it is. The things I need. That's are, why you have to read the letters, right? And you have to use a little bit of imagination if you want yeah. to surprise them, right? You know, which hopefully you do, but. right? Right. Um, and you know, at, at my age and experience, there's not a lot of things I need. That that's the thing. Um, so to come up with some of that, and I've been creative, but yeah, it's uh, it's very you, humbling. Very you take humbling. the wives and husbands on a shopping spree, yeah, and you give them cash. Yeah, they want to add something to it. That's right. up to them, but mm-hmm. you know, suit store. Look, here's three hundred bucks. Yeah, you know, yeah. How whatever you may want, church ties, right. a suit, whatever you're thinking. Right. You know, if a church has the capability to do something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, s- something that that I thought of is a unique way that some churches had done uh, is they made up very nice uh, name tags mm. for. Everyone, every one of the missionaries, and then everyone on staff, and oh. the and a wife of a staff member would wear those as well. So you mm. remember somebody's name. Yeah, it is so That's difficult good. when you're interacting. Right. You know, let's say you've got three or four families on staff, mm-hmm. and you're you're trying to remember, and when you you know you're there, it's you're someplace for one service yeah. or. A th- two services yeah. it's hard to remember everybody's name it is and so whenever you see little joey and even he's got a name tag now not toddlers okay right, you right. know we understand right. that but e- even an elementary child you know hey this is your name and then they can wear them other places mm-hmm. don't put your church logo on it right. don't do, just you know their name and maybe the field you know yeah. that's it yeah that's a great idea but and then they can use that and wear that at other places yeah yeah, yeah, great idea. Um, last thing, and and we'll, we're going to be a little bit longer today. I hope people don't mind that, um, just to get everything in. Uh, commitments. How do you do your commitment cards? Because of our church, and, and this is not just now, but this has been historically, and I don't know why, our commitment cards are usually half of what we actually give. Mm-hmm. And so I have almost gone to not even relying on the mm-hmm. commitment cards. Um, so I'm not the best one for that, but uh, I know a lot of people do a lot of different ways. Um, you know, like I said, we try to do the banquet and then have a, have an offering plate out to put your, put your commitment card in. Most of ours come in through the offering time, you know, Mm -hmm. so there are some churches that they will pass the plate on the last night. Right. You know, or maybe they pass the plate every night besides the offering. Just a separate. All right, if you have a commitment card, you'd like to put it in. How about turning it in right now? And and so they pass the plates and they do that. Or you know, they've got a box in the back or mm-hmm. some place that mm-hmm. you know you're constantly reminding. You know, think about what what the Lord wants you to do. And mm-hmm. um, so I know people that have had a invitation. Mm-hmm. It's time to give our yep. commitments to God. Yeah. And so, if the Lord's laid that upon your heart, come on, you know, right. 
put it right in whatever it may be. Right. You know, and so they do it like an invitation time. Mm -hmm. And so that, uh, you know, some people don't like that because you're not planning on giving anything. Yeah. And they feel very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's what they need to sort of wake up and say, Mm -hmm. look, you can do something. Right. I mean, even if it turned in a blank card, if if you feel like you have to, turn in a blank card. Yeah. You know, but... It's not that hard to do a dollar, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, mm-hmm. an adult to do a dollar a week. I, You can do something. So right. I don't mind whenever it's when it's for the gospel. I don't mind the complaining or griping or, right. or you know, someone feeling a little bit uncomfortable. You know, I just right. sort of think oh, how uncomfortable people are going to be in hell. You know, that's yeah. it's OK for us to be uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. They did the invitation time at Rock Hill and just said, come and put your card on yeah. the altar. And uh, it was neat. It was mm-hmm. really neat. But I will say probably I don't think half the congregation came up. Um, people are funny today. I but they may do why. that other times. Right. It, it may right. have been we've already got half of them. Could be. Two. Could be. So you never know. Or they just, you know, they, they weren't ready and they're going to wait. Or some people yep. aren't public people. And yep. I, it's just it's different today. It's it's. Uh, it's a, it's a different day. And so I think a lot of churches are trying to figure out how to do that. But I would say this. Here's my suggestion. Uh, if you're going to do commitment cards, we did different colored cards for different groups. So for um, our kids, we did one color. If they were under the age of 12, we did a color. If they are 12 to 18, we did a different color. And then for everybody over 18 was the, the – you know, now, did you take an offering in Sunday school? For missions, you missions mean? Or, um, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I, I think we gave we yeah, So gave, that's probably— We gave several and so Because I, I know 20 years at Cleveland Baptist, that's what—it was divided by—we took the cards in our class. Right. And then we'd also uh, take an offering in our class. Mm-hmm. And that was generally everybody had a good idea of what their class right, was giving right. for missions. And mm-hmm. so makes it a little bit complicated for the offering counters and those kind of things. But, yeah. you know, it, it was that's the way that we'd always done it there. Uh, we've never done the offering by class here. Mm-hmm. We Yeah, we didn't do it by class. We would do it in the auditorium. We'd have everybody in the auditorium um, usually that Sunday night. Uh, for Sunday morning for sure, and then again Sunday night, uh, depending how we structured it, we did different ways. But everybody would give it one time, and we would definitely ask the parents to help the kids and you know making their card out and those things. You can't you can't rely heavily on those cards. I tell people it's not what's on the card; it's what's in the plate that matters. And there are a lot of people that'll you know start out and they'll put you know I'm going to give twenty dollars a week, and they start and I think like well, well man this is going great. And they'll give more. There's never a problem with giving more. But please know this. If you're a church member, if you put on that card you're going to do that, know that your pastor is counting on that coming in. And the missionary is counting on that coming in just to say, well, it's just me. No, every dollar, every dollar counts. So um, when you're making that commitment, no, you're making a serious commitment. As an individual, I give by faith. As a family, we give by faith. As a church, we step out by faith, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, we're we're praying the Lord provides and the Lord, the Lord always does. Yeah, I think one of the uh, I'll leave with this is my last thought: ask some of the missionaries what have you seen that you thought was really neat. Right, 
because they are a great source of information themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you may not be able to do everything that another church had done, but you could sort of springboard to some kind of an idea mm-hmm. or make something sort of more unique to your church. And, you know, once you begin sort of developing something that your people can really hang on to, mm-hmm. and then, you know, that's that's something that, that will be will become more unique and it'll grow in your church. Right, right. And you can ask them for some fails as well. You don't need the name of the church or the pastor, but what are some things that just don't work? And that sometimes is helpful as well. And they'll be very reluctant to do that. But if you tell them, listen, we just want to make this the very best program we can, what can we do? And um, We want you to help us to help the next missionaries. Right. You know, and right. I think that there'll be, when you have that spirit, they'll, right. they'll definitely be a good source of information. Right. And, I'll, and I'll let you, most missionaries that are traveling expect very little, at least the ones I've been with, expect very little and are very grateful for what they get. And I've, I have been overwhelmed by, you know, being on this other end. When I was the pastor giving those things, I thought it was great. But when you're the one receiving it, it it's, it's very humbling. I... I feel like I need very little, and to get anything, I am truly honored. And you know, it's it's just it's my wife and I both and I both said in the last one we were in, it, it was it's it's a weird feeling to have people come and give you gifts like yes. that. So, so anything you do really is a blessing. Let me uh, encourage church members not to constantly make the missionary kids to be on display. You know. Kids act up every once in a while. <laughs> if a yeah. if a parent, sometimes they're so involved with people's attention who will not let them go, and they're not aware of what their kids are doing. Sometimes, just a kid's having a bad day, so don't discount a missionary family mm-hmm. just because one of the kids acted up. Right. You know, so be careful about that. And and plus, those kids are in church. You know, out of 365 days, they're probably in church 200 days. And so, you know, they're kids. They need time yeah. to play yeah, and they stuff. Do. They do. And, uh, you know, ho- hooking them up with other kids that they can meet and play with, that's awesome. You they know, find them. They find them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Well, that's a great – I mean, we probably should have taken more time than this. But, uh, Jackie, thank you for that great yes, suggestion. Yes, thank you very much. And uh, maybe we'll touch again on that sometime. But uh, that's good. And I appreciate that. And uh, missionaries appreciate that. And I, I would suggest if you're a missionary today or you're having a missionary, get that missionary maybe to do a, a short video before they come that you can show to the church so people can That's see who idea. they are, introduce the kids, good idea. maybe talk about some of the things, that hobbies or things that you like to do. Um, just just get that before your people a few weeks before they come. I think that would be a great idea as well. So from, uh, from Columbus, Ohio, I am Al Stone. Um, traveling from missions conference to missions conference to revival to couples retreat, whatever. Um, it's been an awesome start to the year already. I, I think the f- first three meetings I've had have been just phenomenal. Amen. And I think the Lord's going to do some great things this year. I think people Amen. are really ready for something big to happen. Well, I hope so. I think we're over the COVID thing and we're ready to move on. So that's great. So praise the Lord for that. I'm Al Stone and uh, here in Columbus uh, for just a couple days and we'll be together and do some podcasts while we're together. Amen. And then uh, moving on. Good to see you, man. This is Dan Wolven from from Columbus, Ohio. (laughs) Please give us a rating, a review, and make sure you subscribe so you can hear me mess up 
more and more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Keep the mailbag full. This is Tim Talks. We'll be back on Wednesday. Got a big show out coming and uh, another great topic we're going to deal with in the day. And uh, we're going to talk about education. Education. So tune in for that. This is the Tim Talks. Glad you're with us. Stay with us. Share us with others. We are glad to be your friends because we don't have any others. This is Tim Talks. <laughs> have a great day. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T I I M talks.com.